Hey everybody, Mike Dempsey here for Underdog Fantasy, who are handing out $1 million in giveaways on Super Bowl Sunday. All you need is a verified Underdog account to be eligible. So sign up for Underdog Fantasy and see if you win this Sunday. Underdog Fantasy, don't forget to use promo code 1010XL. So can get you 50, 75, 100, even 200,000 in just a matter of days. Bottom line, Low Pronto's got several options to help you erase debt and take control of your finances. Call today, and you can even skip your next two mortgage payments. Call Loan Pronto now at 904-999-1508, 904-999-1508, or LoanPronto.com, 999-1508. Equal housing lender, NMLS, 166-1781, 5.49% APR, subject to lender approval. This is Hayes Carlion for QC Kinetics. Are you sick and tired of achy joints? Look, you need to call QC Kinetics today. They've got two great locations, Mandarin and Ponte Vedra Beach, Give them a call for a free consultation at 904-274-5522. That's 904-274-5522. Look, the state of healthcare is always changing. It's evolving, and old ideas like steroids and surgery, they're no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative non-surgical drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain arthritis, injury. Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics advanced state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. Give them a call today. QC Kinetics, 904-274-5522. Mia here. The Chiefs and 49ers are gearing up for an epic showdown in Las Vegas. And you have a front row seat with my bookie. Whether you're aiming to cash in on the big game or just looking to have a good time with your friends, my bookie brings a true Vegas experience straight to you. With a huge selection of pregame bets, you can wager on everything from the opening coin toss to the color of Taylor Swift's sweater. My bookie is a platform that offers something for everyone. You don't need to be a pro to turn sports and pop culture knowledge into real cash in your wallet. Sign up, make your first deposit today using promo code 1010XL, and choose from a variety of welcome offers to find one that suits your play style. You have options. If you're itching for a sportsbook and casino that amplifies the thrill and maximizes your winnings, MyBookie is your MVP. You can bet anything, anytime, from anywhere, only with MyBookie. Get Gators play-by-play on 1010XL. Brought to you by Farah & Farah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Renewal by Anderson, the official window and door replacement partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Is your roof showing signs of wear and tear? Well, don't wait for problems to escalate. Call Universal Roofing Contracting today to schedule your complimentary roof inspection. Right now, get 15% off roof replacement or repairs, plus flexible financing. This offer expires February 29th, and restrictions apply. Universal Roof and Contracting, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. License number CCC057165, CBC1258484. Universalroof.com. Home of the Jacksonville Jaguars, WJXL-FM Jacksonville Beach. 1010XL is presented by Farrah & Farrah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Protecting you and your family. Call 396-5555, Jacksonville. 1010XL and Seven Bridges Radio present the following special broadcast presentation. Proudly brought to you by your First Coast Honda dealers. It's the High Flying Show. 
High Fly-In Show with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. Brought to you by the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant and by Ace Ant Aviation, the official flight school sponsor of the High Fly-In Show. By Aircraft General Supply and their Aviation Superstore. By USA Park Airport Parking, the easy in and out at JIA. By Hardball Creative, Hardball does it all. By Kuhn Flowers, the official floral sponsor of the High Fly-In Show. By Victor's Payless and Groceries. By Beach Banners, the advertising highway in the sky. By Angie's Subs, Jacksonville Beach. And by the U.S. Army Recruiting Battalion. And now, live from the High Fly-In Radio Cockpit, here's High Fly-In Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. I gotta get more sponsors. <laughs> introduction just on the sponsors. <laughs> gotta pay the bills, boys. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the High Flying Show here on WJXL FM and AM, 1010 AM and 92.5 FM, Jacksonville Sports Radio, 1010 XL. Thanks to the First Coast Honda dealers again for being a title sponsor of the High Flying Show in in this, our 11th season. Now, today is Super Bowl Sunday, and tonight at about 6.30, Super Bowl 58 kicks off in Las Vegas. The 49ers and the Chiefs. I hope to see Taylor Swift decked out in uh, Kansas City red today. Are you, you, you making a bet on that? that I, uh, I, I don't wager on the Super Bowl, but I did get into a pool, and I look pretty good in the Taylor Doll pool here at 1010XL. Oh, oh, okay. Looking right. pretty good so far, unless something. I didn't know that was a thing. No, yeah, we what kind a good of suit team. do you wear into a pool like that? That I sounds wear my... a little ridiculous. It's, it's a, it's a. Never mind, Bill. That's the voice of Bill Stull. We'll talk to him in scant seconds. Also, a brief note in Phoenix yesterday at the WM Phoenix Open Golf Tournament. Since this is sports radio, chaos actually erupted. Uh, spectators got so drunk and so disorderly. They closed the entry gates. They stopped selling alcohol. One lady fell out of the grandstand. She was ambulanced to the hospital. Thousands of other fans are disruptive, and uh, they had they stopped uh, selling booze and, and closed the entry gates. And this I blame on the organizers of that event. I think they've let things go a little too far with that. But they resume play at 9.30 Eastern time this morning at the WM Phoenix Open, and at the moment... Um, Trying to remember who's leading that. Do you remember that? No, I can't. Uh, but uh, Scotty Scheffler, my main man, is uh, four back yesterday afternoon before he went on the golf course. So that's who I'm rooting for. Yeah. Sounds like Happy Gilmore's in play. I think yeah. Four Locos should consider sponsoring some uh, some golf events. Let's introduce our staff of uh, big-time pilots, starting with a former naval aviator, a guy that flew uh, for the Navy for about 10 years and did a lot of military stuff there, and then he went into commercial uh, piloting with Northwest Airlines for over 30 years. Garfield Benson. Hello, Gar. Well, I'm good morning, Jack. Nice to be back with all you guys and uh, to talk about aviation. It's really fun. It's good to see you again. I'll see you tonight at the Super Bowl event. We'll be there. Uh, we'll be there at that party in your neck of the woods in your neighborhood in Hidden Hills. Uh, quick mention about Bob Cam, our former air traffic controller, now commercial pilot. He's not with us today. But he's in my understanding is in Las Vegas. He's he's in North Vegas Airport operating the ground control parking section of parking the jets that come in for the show. So that's a big job he's got out he's, there. Huh? Uh, 
Yeah, his last big one was the Reno Air Races, and he's got this one, and uh, I think he's doing one more this year. He's, well, still, he's still pretty important in the ATC world. Maybe, yeah. maybe he'll see a celebrity. A one or two. <laughs> yeah, several. <laughs> what are you talking about? He is a celebrity. <laughs> now that you Just maybe him. somebody will see now him. Mentioned yeah. it. Also in the room is a commercial pot. Now I talk to Bill Stoll a minute. Bill's been with us from uh, from almost day one. Bill, uh, what have you been doing in the world of aviation lately that would be relatively exciting and and something a radio audience would be interested in? Well, see, I see how you use the trickery there to try to you know draw out the fact that not a whole lot happens. I'm still traveling quite a bit, but I wouldn't go so far as to say it's terribly exciting. I mean, I spent uh, I spent an hour in the Bahamas last Sunday. I spent uh, some time in Nashville. Spend some time in uh, uh, South Georgia, Athens, Augusta. Yeah. I mean, I'm all over the place, but eh, it's not it's not exactly glamorous. It's not like Allegiant Stadium and Las Vegas. Are you uh, are you interested in being a flight instructor, Bill? Yes, or? sir. I certainly am. Are you? But d- I am. I'm the slowest studying flight instructor you've ever met. Yeah. Been working on it for quite a number of years. Is, are you the trainer for this particular initiative there, Joe? Why do you think it's taken me so long? <laughs> <laughs> I've got him as far as his ground instructor certificate, which is a written test. Yeah. And his advanced ground instructor certificate. So he can legally teach ground school, but he just can't teach me in the airplane. Well, how long should this take? Uh, oh, the average 19-year-old kid will do it in 45 days. How, well, Bill's not 19. No, sir, I'm not. I'm at least 22 <laughs> You know how I stress that? <laughs> and Joel Weiner, my former instructor. That's uh, Joel Weiner speaking there. Joel, you've been pretty pretty busy in the world of aviation late. What have you been flying? I've been uh, flying the, uh, the new King Air 360 quite a bit and uh, doing a lot of flying in the Pilatus. This week we did in-dock training for uh, Part 135 and it, moving forward, and we should be up and running 100%. In less than 30 days. Have you done much? You're a big safety initiative guy. Have you been doing any of those types of seminars lately? We're doing about a seminar a month. We don't do any in November and December because well, we do one in December because the, the Garmin, because no everybody's else doing family events. Yeah. So we do have a safety seminar um, next Thursday evening at Craig. Yeah. Um, what time? That's uh, usually 6 p.m. Is this available absol- as a free thing? It is a free thing. Yeah. And um, I believe this week. I don't know if they're – we always do like a barbecue thing. Sometimes you bring your own food to barbecue or yeah. or we provide the meat. Every every month's different, and you can view those at fasafety.gov and then just punch in the local zip code that you are, and it will give you the events that come up for the month. Okay. Well, great. Well, m- maybe I'll join you next Thursday, 6 o'clock, Craig Field. Yes? Yes, sir. All right. And also in the room today is the uh, Director of Flight Operations, fresh from a trip to uh, Beach Mountain or somewhere in West Virginia. He's doing a lot of snow skiing these days, but the uh, director of flight operations at Ascent Aviation, they're the official flight school sponsor of the High Flying Show. John Nafak is here. Hello, John. Hello, Jack. Good to be back in Phoenix, alive and well. And no broken legs. No, none whatsoever. You look good, John. I mean, for a, a guy, he's been skiing a lot this past few months, and we look forward to speaking with John today on the show. And and we'll also welcome back. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Dargavel, he's with the uh, second installment of Army Aviation. This will be our second installment of Army Aviation Recruitment Talk here on the High Flying Show. Very important subject, we feel, that I think most of us believe that uh, we know that there's a shortage of pilots out there in the world, not only commercial pilots, but military pilots. Uh, so uh, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Dargavel will be with us, Gar, and you and Mr. Nafak there, former military, so you guys can have a good chat with him on the air this morning. 
It's always nice to talk to uh, an Army helo driver. Yeah, for sure. All right. There we go. Well, let's talk about some headlines in the worlds of aviation this morning. I think we'd all be interested in headline number one. Taylor Swift sells her Falcon ahead of Super Bowl flight because Kelsey too tall to stand in it. You know, <laughs> headroom is a big thing. It is. Yeah. What'd you say? The headroom. <laughs> FAA advises using analog nav aids in spoofing war zone areas. You know what's going on there. There's well, a lot of people hacking into our, our navigators. Yeah, and they're jamming it. Yeah. Yeah, nothing like a good old round steam gauge and you know, analog. It's going to perform every that's, time. That's right. They've been working for 120 years. Don't and, mess and with the, it. And these glass panels don't work. Yep. Southwest Airlines fined $140 million for a 2022 holiday meltdown. Remember that? 140 million big ones. A former U.S. Air Force officer spent $11 million searching for Amelia Earhart's long-lost plane and may have found it. Uh, that's the biggest boondoggle on the face of the yeah, earth we'll, as far we'll, as aviation is we'll, concerned. We'll, I, I don't really figure they're going to be able to even identify that airplane at that depth. And who's 10, got the money? Feet, I think. And who's got the money to provide the uh, adventure to go James down there Cameron and get up? Pretty sure he found it, though. Well, maybe Taylor Swift will donate the money. She's a big aviation. A total, a total solar eclipse is coming up oh, April, yes. April the 8th. Yes. Yes. Where, where, where are we going? We're going to Ohio? We're going to Texas? Texas, probably. Okay. It is the Don't longest, tell everybody. The longest <laughs> and most visible for the United States in 100 years. Four and a half minute totality, they, they claim. NASA's Mars helicopter, Ingenuity, flown its last flight after suffering rotor damage on the planet Mars. 74-year-old woman sues JetBlue for an alleged assault. She's got black eye and some bruises. Not good when you're a 74-year-old lady. No, no comments on that. I wonder if she could stand up in the cabin. Well, I don't know why a 74-year-old lady anyway would want to get into a fight. Do you? Is there any, was is there any, she, was her she end into game? golf? Is she a serious golfer? Because we know about that. <laughs> Other passengers are supporting the man who opened an emergency exit and walked on a plane's wing at a Mexico airport. The reason? The plane was on the tarmac for four and a half hours. He needed some air. He did. He said exactly why he got out there. A passenger tried to open the door of a Boeing 787 while it was flying over the Atlantic Ocean. You hear about that? No. He had a little panic attack or something. Somebody that's had a, a panic bad attack. place to open a yeah, door. Yeah, that's a bad place. Well, wait, wait a second, guys. There's no way that any human man can open that door when it's at altitude and the, and the 787 flies above 40. And uh, the, I said he tried well, to open. Yeah, it. the differential pressure is so great that door will not <laughs> no, come it, open. No, it, it won't open. No, no he way. Try it, You'll he love try this it. one. You'll break the handle off before the door will budge. A gassy passenger reportedly causes an American Airlines flight delay. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, they, the, the article said it was really bad. It was really a bad smell. Yeah, he was kind of rude. Air Venture announces their initial list of air show performers this July, including Canada's Snowbirds. You ever seen the Snowbirds, snowbirds in are action? Cool, cool to see. A flight was canceled just minutes before takeoff after a passenger noticed bolts missing from the wing and told his wife, hey, did you see that? Yeah, there's a four rivets that were on that wing. Yeah, four in a row. Which, four in a row, yeah. It's not good. Four it's, in a row is 
No, it's not good. If there's ever you know one, it'll be different. But you're four in a row. That's what I thought. I said, oh, four in a row. Somebody didn't pre-flight that one. That's for sure. An airline passenger almost faced a $120,000 bill after fighter jets were scrambled when he joked about blowing up the plane. Yeah, there's a beauty. Yeah, you don't need to do that. <laughs> that was funny. He, he was having a good time, was he? Yeah, he was, yeah for, for sure. For a second or two. Hey, I can, I can attest to a story. I was in Memphis walking out the airplane, walking down the jetway, and um, I'm the captain, and uh, just probably very casually walking between the people so I can get to the cockpit. They always say, well, we can't leave without you, ha-ha, you know, that's about right. right. And uh, these two guys are talking about a bomb being on the airplane. I'm not kidding you. That's not a smart thing to do when you're on a plane. Like the word hijack, they don't like that. Yeah, either. I understand. I, I turned right around, back out. When got security, says, folks, this place shut down now. We got to have a, all the baggage gotta checked. Have a, gotta got to have a sniffer. We got to have everything checked. And it was about a four or five hour delay because of this these two guys jerking about uh, bombing on the airplane. But listen, when you're sitting in that switch situation, you can't bypass that and say, oh, it's got to be a joke. Right. You've you got to take it seriously. No, you got to take it. Absolutely. One other quick note. We'll go to our first break and then bring Lieutenant Colonel in for a talk about Army recruitment. American Airlines is about to offer its longest nonstop flight. Gar, you've been uh, in in the, this world 17 hours from Texas to Australia. That's a long flight. Well, that 787 is really built to do that kind of flight. And uh, I, I uh, by the way, the 777 does have a long leg. The most I've ever flown is 15 hours, and that was a real stretch on the 747-400. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's a long time to be in the air. And your system, it dries out big time, and that uh, is almost 0% humidity in the aircraft. I it's, bet passengers get really antsy, too. You know, you after a while, you get a little loopy. Oh, yeah. And all the blood runs down to your lower extremities, you know, and you stand up quickly, and boom, down you go. We've had that happen, you know. So it's definitely a detriment. you got to have people getting up and walking around and exercising a little bit while in these long flights. The last time that particular flight was made, Bill Stull was on that plane. Yeah, he and, said he And he tried to it. open the door at uh, 40,000 feet. This is the High Flying Show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, next week is Valentine's Day. Make sure you, you do the job you're supposed to do, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Kuhn uh, Flowers can help. Kuhn Flowers for over 75 years. I'm Jack O'Brien. This is the High Flying Show. We'll be right back after these words. I believe it's time for me to fly. Give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man to fish. And he's listening to the Nimnik Outdoor Show. With tips and stories. Presented by Duck Duck Rooter Plumbing and Septic Services. Every Saturday morning, 7 to 10. On 1010XL. At Honda, we appreciate all the comparisons to other vehicles. And no matter how many times they compare their vehicles to a Honda, only a Honda is a Honda. Remember, value, quality, safety, there is no substitute. Visit your local Honda dealer now and experience the difference. Owning your own plane can sometimes require parts and supplies. And that's where Aircraft General Supply can help. For over 20 years, Aircraft General Supply has been the go-to parts warehouse for anything your plane needs to stay in the air safely. Need study materials? 
materials for an upcoming test or check ride? Aircraft General Store has that covered too. Aircraft General Supply, batteries, tires, oil filters and brakes, pilot supplies, and test prep. Aircraft General Supply, St. John's Bluff Road, just south of Atlantic Boulevard. Hey, High Flying fans, did you know that Angie Subs has been a staple in the Jacksonville community for almost 40 years? You know why? Because Angie's loves the people of Jacksonville and the people of Jacksonville love us back. Everybody loves a Peruvian, but the next time you come in, I want you to try something different. The Dr. Bang. Dr. Bang is an Italian sub with ham and capicola, provolone cheese, and mayonnaise baked in the oven. Then we top it with our world-famous chicken salad. We sell a stupid amount of chicken salad. Angie Subs, near the intersection of Beach Boulevard and Pinman. Lunch and dinner. Where all the cars are. Check O'Brien and the Wiener. Is there a birthday or anniversary in your immediate future? As the leading florist in Jacksonville, Kuhn Flowers offers top quality flower arrangements and gifts for any occasion. Call 398-8601. Mark Watson with Hardball Creative. When getting pens with your company's logo on them, get nice pens. No one wants to steal a pen that doesn't work. Check them out at hardballcreative.com. Hardball Creative. Hardball does it Chris Griffith with 1010XL here, and when I heard about Victor's Pay Less on the High Flying Show, I didn't believe it until I finally went to see what they've been talking all about. All items in Victor's are brand new, never used. Victor purchases goods through government auctions and seizures, unclaimed freight, and overstocks. Furniture, mattresses, appliances, you name it, plus many grocery supplies too. It's crazy how much money you'll save. Take it from someone who's been there. Victor's Pay Less, 6612 San Juan Avenue, just off lane. I fly in with Jack O'Brien. Now, with two Learn to Fly locations, Ascent now operates in Fernandina. You can also find them at their original location at Herlong Field on the west side if you yearn to learn how to fly. Schedule your discovery flight today at AscentAviation.com. There's always a space for you to park at USAPark.net. High Flying Jacko here. It's the only place I park when I fly out of JIA. Simply park your car, their shuttle picks you up, drops you at your gate. Easy peasy. USAPark.net. February temperatures are much warmer today, and the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant celebrates Super Sunday with a Super Sunday brunch. This afternoon, head for the Penthouse Lounge for a bird's eye view of Jacksonville Beach with a cool cocktail. Notably, the premier wedding venue in Northern Florida, the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant features oceanfront access to sun, sand, surf, and a super good time. Make it a Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant Day, 6th Street North, Oceanfront, Jacksonville Beach, and happy Valentine's Day. Tone 10XL is presented by Farrah & Farrah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Protecting you and your family. Call 396-5555, Jacksonville. Did you know over a third of travelers lose their taste buds during flight? Well, there is an actual reason why airplane food can sometimes taste relatively bland. You see, when an airplane is flying at a high altitude, the air becomes very dry and the air pressure drops. This will force your sense of smell to drop, directly affecting how you judge the taste. Well, if you were a taste bud, you'd definitely be boarding the mild dry club when it comes to airplane food. This is your center of gravity, Cameron Griffith, for the High Flying Show. And we're back on the High Flying Show, and a good morning, everybody, and welcome back to 1010XL Sports Radio. I'm Jack O'Brien with Garfield Benson, John Nafak, Lieutenant Colonel Michael Dargavel, 
And Bill Stull and Joel Weiner taking a couple of minutes off. A quick reminder that we have a North Florida lacrosse show coming up immediately following the High Flying Show. And our, our very own R.J. Saunders is going to be here at 11 o'clock this morning with an, uh, a little show about the NBA called, what, Open Gym, I believe? That is correct. Yes, sir. Casey Dobson in the other room is our chief engineer this morning. And welcome back to the High Flying Show. And let's welcome in Lieutenant Colonel Michael J. Dargavel of the United States Army. Good morning, Michael. Good to hey, have you back. Good morning, Jack. Thank great, you so much for having me Great to have you. And show. you brought your son, Hudson, here. I absolutely did. Yeah, he's running around here somewhere right now. Hopefully he's not destroying anything. We love having kids in the radio station. Touch and, all and, the buttons, buddy. That's right. He, Hudson's in there with the chief engineer. He can let him punch a button if he wants to. But it's good to have Lieutenant Colonel Michael, Jar, Michael J. Dargavel back. You are the head of the, let me get this right, you're the current Jacksonville Army recruiting battalion commander yeah that's right jack so I, i'm the army's recruiting commander for the southern half of georgia and the northern half of florida that's the easiest way to say it. how long have you been here uh, in jacksonville itself about yeah. 18 months where did you come from uh, i was previously a professor of military science so producing officers for the united states army and a department chair at the university of louisville up in kentucky how does that relate to what you're doing now how does that how does that melt together well, you know, as an Army aviator, I'm not just a warrant officer. I'm also a commissioned officer. So I spent a lot of my time recruiting officers to come in and join the Army and then go into aviation branch or teach about leadership. Yeah, yeah. Are you married? I, I absolutely am. I'm married to the, the most amazing woman in the world. You know, true story. I'll, I'll keep it really short. All right. I actually asked my wife to marry me the very first time I met her. Wow, you For stepped out there. of the box, didn't you, brother? That's right. Yeah, as, as we say in the Army aviation world, you know, flying by the seat of your pants. I just went by feeling, went by gut. It was the right decision. <laughs> well, you got to go a little more detail about that. Where did you take? Where did this? Ha- Come on now, give us spill the beans here on this. You, you know, I was I was about to, I was enlisted first in the United States Army. Uh, yeah. Went on to college to become an officer. I knew I was going to flight school nine hours away at uh, Mother Rucker, at Fort Rucker, Alabama, and I was going to go travel the world. And I I met this girl, and I was like. I just knew and uh, asked her to marry me. And I was like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm going to move nine hours away in like a month. And uh, it still worked out. What did she, when you said that to her, what I was she, her reply? She thought I was joking. Yeah. 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 It, and, it, but she ended up coming after me after that. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do this thing. So between that time and how long was that before you actually did, did marry her? Uh, about a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I, I waited until I graduated from Well, Jack, school. you have to get to know each other a little bit, you know, after you uh, propose marriage. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know that. That's a fact. Uh, why the military for you, Lieutenant Colonel? How did that all happen? Where did you uh, begin to get interest in going into the military? Yeah, you know, the good Lord blessed me. I knew at, in eighth grade that I wanted to join the Army. Yeah. Uh, it, you know, the Army gave me, it's like coming here and talking with you guys. You, you get that feeling you got when you were a kid about how awesome it is to just look up in the sky and fly. And, and someone told me, like, you know, the military pay for that. And I was like, what? They'll send you to college. They'll pay for all of it. And you can travel the world and fly. And uh, that, that's what drove me to go join the Army. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's it, it truly is one of those things where you don't realize how many opportunities they are. And, and the Army provides a ton of those. And not only do they teach me how to fly, you know, I got my instrument rating. You know, I got, I've, been, I've flown all over many a countries. I mean, we're just talking about uh, my son Hudson here's, Name is Hudson because he was born at West Point, New York. We're talking about flying visual flight rules, you know, down the Hudson River, down Manhattan. You know, that, that's a pretty cool thing you just don't always get to do. That's real heady to be sitting there at uh, 500 feet going down the Hudson River and the buildings are above your head. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. you're looking down at the Helter Skelter in downtown New York, and you're up nice and safe on that helo, perfect. Yeah. It, you, you know, you get to do stuff like that. And I, I'm also an attack helicopter pilot, so it's like, hold on, you, you let me go out and just practice shooting missiles and rockets and 50 cows, you know, 30 mic mics, all the, it, it, we have the most advanced helicopter in the world, of course, and the Apache helicopter. And the, the Army pays for all that. Are you still flying? Uh, not. I always joke and say, of course, I'm, I'm flying my desk right now. <laughs> but this is a, a non-flying position. Yeah. yeah, yeah I've, 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 but I've met my gates, right, for the for the flight pay, so I still get the 1000 extra dollars a month as a Navy. <laughs> You're in the room with a couple of Navy guys, John Nafak and Garfield Benson. They're, uh, they're very interested in, in a lot of the – now, John, have you ever flown in a helicopter? Uh, once I had ejected out of an airplane in Kingsville, Texas, and a helicopter was able to ferry me for a physical examination of Corpus Christi from Kingsville. Really? First trip in a helicopter. It was a great trip. Though. But you didn't fly the helicopter. I did not. Oh, okay. I was a passenger. Did you jump out of an F-1? He must have jumped uh, out of an F-9. It was, it was an A-4. It was an A-4. Okay. TA-4J. I had, we swallowed a bird. It was in the, in the evening, late, and uh, first night flight for the student. And uh, he came in a little bit high on the approach, uh, and I suggested he wave it off and take it around, set up a better approach and uh, the next time. And that was a mistake because as we were climbing out, we swallowed a big migratory bird, single-engine airplane, choked the choked the fuel control out, and, and the engine quit on us, and we had to punch out. Well, you yeah. got a nice ride anyway. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, I, I bought the, um, the, the AME who packed the chute, a case of beer, and uh, happily so, and with, with my gratitude for his doing a fantastic job. Exactly. That's uh, it, Navy tradition. I don't know if that's the case in other services, but if you jump out of an airplane and that p- parachute saves your young uh, tush, uh, you are obligated to uh, buy a bottle or buy a case of beer to the pararigger who folded and packed that chute. And it's a great tradition. Well, I would think that would be an honorable thing to do. Um, Lieutenant Colonel, let's talk av- let's talk recruitment for a minute. Okay. Uh, what what do you look for? How do you do this? How do you find really genuine, bona fide recruits? It's more about uh, doing what we're doing right now. Yeah. Just spreading the message, folks that we know, just going and talking about uh, what the Army has to offer, or what the military in general has to offer. Do you visit high schools or colleges? We try. To, I will go to any high school anybody will let me into. We, yeah. we, we are. We're, we're very invested in the high schools and colleges and of course we're out and about just trying to talk to uh just normal folks that are you know working at uh, the convenience store now when you go to a high school what briefly what message do you share with those kids you're in some kind of a a seminar i guess or you have a a group of kids in front of you how do you gain their attention in order to get get them listening to what you got to say well the first person we got to gain the attention of is the counselors and the principals and let them know like a the army has all these free websites which help with testing which, you know, has ASVAB and AC, got the ACT, SAT correlations and show them how this can help them get into college. Yeah. And then we go out and we show them the opportunities the Army has. We know we call it the largest vocational school in the world. Yeah. And we really just demonstrate, here's the 200 plus jobs you could do. And then we show them the money side of the house as well. And then we show them the, uh, the, the personal side of the house and what it's like to be part of the base, the best team in the world. Now, aren't mo- a lot of these kids kind of undecided about what they want to do? Are, they, are, you, are you speaking mainly to sophomores and juniors, or are you going right after the seniors who are going to be either going to a job or going to college? Uh, most of our time is with seniors, but yeah. we also talk to, to juniors and sophomores yeah. when available. Are, and most of these kids, are they undecided what they want to do, or are they just in limbo at the moment? They absolutely are undecided. But that, that's, you know, across our country right now, we got this uh, adult adolescence where we have a lot of people that still are, oh, heck, I, I'm undecided 
on what I'm going to do once I retire from the Army someday, right? Like, right. We, we don't know what we want to do when we grow up. Uh, and we're just out there to give them an option. Say, hey, just, just think about it. Come talk to us. Let us lay it out for you. If it's something you want to do, great. If it's not, then, you know, maybe we can help you out and figure out what you do want to do in life. Now, right. your recruitment battalion's all over town, and he, no matter where someone's listening in our radio universe this morning, there's there's an Army recruitment area they can speak to one of your recruiters, yes? Absolutely. Yeah, I always tell them, you know, go to GoArmy.com, type okay. it in, it'll, it'll send you directly to a recruiter right next to you. But uh, just here in town, we, we have uh, over about 50 recruiting NCOs or 50 recruiters just in Jacksonville. Yeah. So you're in charge of the fit, not only the 50 recruiters, but you, as I read here a minute ago, you've got like uh, 250 soldiers and civilians in, in the priority of recruitment here in the area. Oh, yeah. Uh, so you're, you're a busy guy. You get, I understand you get up at 4 o'clock every morning and run 10 miles. Uh, 5 o'clock. I'll go quibble around an hour. We're talking with Lieutenant Colonel Michael J. Dargavel of the United States Army. He is the uh, uh, the b- battalion commander. We've got the top brass here, uh, Garfield and John. Uh, the U.S. Army Jacksonville Recruiting Battalion here in Jacksonville. Uh, we're, uh, we're happy to have you here this morning. I want to talk just a little bit before we go to our next break about your education and where you, where you came from. You've got quite a resume here. Um, you served on tours and in, in many cases while you've been in the Army, but you've also been in a lot of college classrooms. Tell us a little bit about your, your education levels and what you've been doing. Yeah, so I, 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 aviation is what actually taught me that I have a desire to teach. You know, I, I have a, a love of pedagogy, and that started from being a, a pilot in command, an air mission commander. When you start teaching, you know, PIs, it's like, man, I like this teaching thing. So from there, it's where I, I ended up going to get my master's in kinesiology from the University of Virginia. What is kinesiology? Study of the human body. Oh. Right? It's uh, generally what folks that are going to get into maybe physical therapy or become a doctor start off with. And then from there, I was uh, granted the opportunity to go teach at uh, the United States Military Academy at West Point. Uh, and then from there, I went back into aviation operations. What were you teaching at West Point? Uh, Gar, you're not going to believe this, but uh, I, we, we say it's the glorified gym class, uh, but I wore T-shirt and a pair of shorts every day. I actually taught the most failed course at the United States Military Academy at West Point. It was is a very very physically challenging course. Wow, that folks have to take. Yeah, well, somebody's got to be out there teaching. You know, the military academies and ROTC uh, uh, military officers are generally the ones that do the instruction yes. and uh, provide the leadership right off the bat to young young kids coming into the program, whatever it might be, Army, Navy, or Air Force. It's, it's always taught by the uh, officers. And you were a ROTC instructor in uh, Louisville. In Louisville. Yep, yep. Don't enunciate to say Louisville. Louisville. <laughs> Louisville, Kentucky. It, it's, it's right next to Fort Knox, which is where the home of Cadet Command for the Army is, where, you, you know, the command in general for all of uh, ROTC, the senior ones are. So um, I also got the opportunity to go do that after my operations time in aviation. Yeah. Yeah, lo- absolutely loved it. It yeah. was your uh, ROTC uh, teaching career, a uh, two-year deal or a three-year deal? Three years. Three years, yeah. Yep, yep, it was a three-year deal. You can settle in and uh, enjoy your life then and uh, do yeah. some real instruction. It, it is. It, you get to spend a lot of time uh, actually doing infantry-style tactics in the woods uh, as you train officers to be, to be infantrymen, and uh, we utilize the Ranger Handbook for everything. Uh, then you teach leadership. And, and not only do you do that, of course – uh, as an expert on leadership, I spent a lot of time at uh, several universities, you know, especially during the COVID years, working with their faculty and their teams on uh, 
how to get over the challenges associated with COVID. Look at the myriad of things that you become and uh, can do when you're in the military. And it's astounding how much training you do get. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you're always training. The, the answer always is like, what do you do, a soldier? Training, sir. You're going to be right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tell you what, there is a wide open universe in the world of aviation. And in particular, in this particular case in the military, a lot of opportunities, not just flying the, the helicopters, but also working in other arenas around there. And if you have a, a person in your life, a younger person, I guess the age you're looking for is what, 18 plus, 18 to 30, somewhere in there, would yeah. that be accurate? Yeah, you, you're, you're correct, and, and I'll, I'll briefly mention, if you will let me, Jack. Sure. I'm starting to see a lot of older folks, not just out of high school, that, that upper 20s to lower 30s. Older that folks. That are joining the Army. <laughs> you know, because typically we think just high school students. Right. Everybody thinks, oh, you got to be the high school. No, if you're a mom or dad out there, and you're like, man, how do I provide a great life for my kids? How do I truly take care yeah. of my family? The Army does that. We give you food, water, shelter. We pay for everything. You got health care. You got life insurance. A stable environment to live in. It's it, terrific. It, yes. Yeah, it thir- is. 30 days paid vacation? <laughs> yes. 30 you know, days and I got it. And, you know, with, with kids these days, they really, a lot of them aren't prepared to go to, to leave their home and go to a four-year school and, and chase skirts and drink beer or the other way around, and they end up not where they want to be. And, and if when you go into the military, there's a direction that – you're being assisted constantly, whether you like it or not, on the direction that you're going to take, and it's only for your benefit. It's only for your better good. And if you have a son, a daughter, perhaps a grandson or granddaughter, maybe a brother or sister that is is just undecided or is just in limbo, have them talk to an Army recruiter. It, uh, it won't hurt to spend 30, 45 minutes speaking to an Army recruiter about what the opportunities are available in today's Army. Yeah, I mean, it could change the rest of your life. A, a quick stat for you, generally only about 40% of college students make it past their sophomore year. Correct. But if you join the Army, and we pay for all of it for you, and you do ROTC, you got a 96% graduation rate. That's astounding. You join a team. You're part of an, a group that wants to excel, that wants yeah. to do well. And we take care of all the financial side of that so you don't come out of college with a bunch of debt. Right. You don't have $50,000 a year in debt. Uh, you're, you're 40%. Yeah, it, it, it vacillates by college, but Louisville's like only about 42% when I was there. I was trying to I, – I shared that information with a few people, and they didn't believe me, but I do believe that's true. This is the High Flying Show. Thank you to Lieutenant Colonel Michael J. Dargavel. See you next month. Talk yes, a little sir. bit more about recruiting next month? Absolutely. Anytime you'll have me. You betcha. Any interest in the Army, go to GoArmy.com and tell you all you need to know about what recruitment area you're in and where you can go speak to a recruitment specialist in the United States Army. It is 935. I'm Jack O'Brien. This is the High Flying Show. We'll be back with John Nafak right after these words. This is the High Flying Show on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. I'm the Hammer Hayes Carline, and I've been known to drop an opinion like a hammer. Weekdays on the Frangie Show on 1010XL, brought to you by Golden Hammer Roofing and Gutters, the golden standard in roofing.
At Honda, we appreciate all the comparisons to other vehicles. And no matter how many times they compare their vehicles to a Honda, only a Honda is a Honda. Remember, value, quality, safety, there is no substitute. Visit your local Honda dealer now and experience the difference. When you park at USA Park Airport Parking for an outgoing flight, they'll pick you up at your car, help with your bags, and drop you off right at your gate. Open around the clock with new covered parking. There's no better way to fly out of JIA than usapark.net. February temperatures are much warmer today, and the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant celebrates Super Sunday with a Super Sunday brunch. This afternoon, head for the Penthouse Lounge for a bird's-eye view of Jacksonville Beach with a cool cocktail. Notably, the premier wedding venue in northern Florida, the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant features oceanfront access to sun, sand, surf, and a super good time. Make it a Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant Day, 6th Street North, Oceanfront, Jacksonville Beach, and happy Valentine's Day. High flying with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. Interested in an aviation career? The pilot shortage is real and Ascent Aviation can get you started with an affordable Discovery flight. For an appointment to get you in the air, log on to AscentAviation.com. Now in Fernandina and also at Furlong Field on Jacksonville's west side. Chris Griffith with 1010XL here, and you wouldn't believe the deals they have every day at Victor's Payless. Brand new sofas, beds of all sizes, mattresses, desks, and more. It's honestly one of the coolest stores when you walk in the many doors. Victor buys all his goods from government auctions, seizures, and unclaimed storage containers, and it's all brand spanking new. Go by and see Victor for yourself at Victor's Payless, 6612 San Juan Avenue, just off lane. Mark Watson with Hardball Creative. I know that hearing another ad for Jacksonville's best promo company interrupts Jacksonville's best sports talk, but at least it isn't a political ad. Check us out at hardballcreative.com. Hardball Creative. Hardball does it all. As a leading florist in Jacksonville, Kuhn Flowers offers top quality flower arrangements and gifts for any occasion. Their floral experts hand arrange your flowers. For same-day delivery, call Kuhn Flowers at 398-8601. Hey, High Flying fans, Eddie the Moocher here from Angie Subs. You ever driven by Angie Subs and wonder why there's so many cars in the parking lot? Yeah? Yeah? Well, let me tell you why. It's because our oven-baked subs are so dang delicious. Our Peruvian sub, you've heard of it. We sell over 200 of those jokers every day. Pro tip, order it on Onion Roll and ask for it, Crunchy. And our fries, Jeff Vlogman says, are the best. And he's had fries in 47 states. It's true. He keeps a journal. Angie Subs, near the intersection of Beach Boulevard and Pittman. Lunch and dinner. Where all the cars are. If you own an airplane, stock up on your pilot equipment at Aircraft General Supply. A longtime high-flying favorite. Aircraft General Supply sells general aircraft supplies, specializing in general aviation. With the mass selection of inventory and fair and competitive prices, their staff is capable of providing parts right when you need them. If you're a pilot in training, secure your study materials and pilot gear at Aircraft General Supply as well. Aircraft General Supply, just south of Atlantic Boulevard on St. John's Bluff Road. 1010XL is presented by Farrah and Farrah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Protecting you and your family. Call 396-5555. Jacksonville. Now back to the high flying skies with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. Presented by your First Coast Honda dealers. Hey, we're back on the high flying show. Good morning, everybody. High flying Jack O with uh, Garfield Benson. 
and John Nafak, Joel Weiner, and Bill Stull. Again, a special thanks. Lower that music just a little bit for me there, uh, uh, Casey. Uh, thanks again to Lieutenant Colonel Michael J. Dargavel of the United States Army. Uh, remember, if you have a son, daughter, grandson, or granddaughter, and they're going nowhere fast, maybe the Army's the place for them to learn how to fly helicopters. Go to GoArmy.com. Also, a quick reminder, 10 o'clock this morning, we follow the High Flying Show with This Week in North Florida Lacrosse. And then following that, R.J. Saunders comes in this morning with Open Gym. It's my understanding it's a show about basketball, mostly the National Basketball Association is what I understand. And look forward to seeing R.J. here this morning on 1010XL. Today is a Super Bowl 58 between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Just real quick, who do you like, Gar? I kind of think uh, uh, I'm pulling for San Francisco. All right, John, who do you like? Yeah, I like to say the Kansas City Chiefs, but I'm pulling for the 49ers also. Well, so am I. And I think the Niners are – I think Brock Purdy is better than people give him credit for. And I do think he is going to be a, a surprise in today, although he hasn't really been a surprise for the last two years. Man can play. Uh, quick thanks to Angie Subs. They've just opened up, and the application is really relative to the high-flying show. They just opened up at JIA. In one of the concourses there, people people are eating Peruvians on their flights out of Jacksonville International now. And, and a special thanks to USA Park. USA Park is right outside the airport, and uh, Rich Miller and his staff can provide you with probably the most convenient parking before you go out on uh, an airplane to JIA. You pull in, you park your car, they pull up behind you, pick you up, take you to your gate, drop you off. It's easy peasy. And you get back to town, you catch the little shuttle back to the back to the USA Park, and they drop you right at your car. Now, there's not much simpler than that. So uh, one quick story before I get to John Nafak real quick. The return, this is a NASA story. This is a space flight story. I know you guys don't really like it when I talk space on the High Flying Show, but I thought this was interesting. The return capsule from NASA's first mission that retrieved samples from an asteroid. You remember that? It was a couple of years ago. It launched back in 2016, eight years ago. It spent two years traveling to the asteroid. The asteroid was named um, uh, Bennu. Now, after it surveyed around this meteor for a while, the, the thing's called OSIRIS-REx, it maneuvered to the asteroid's surface and collected samples. That was in 2020. That was four years after launch. Another couple of years in space, the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft's trajectory brings it back toward Earth, providing a window which uh, ejected the sample, the probe sample, returned to, to the Earth September 24th of last year. Then the, the sample return capsule successfully deployed its main parachute and touches down for a soft landing. That happened in Utah. All right. So they got this sample from this meteor. You with me so far? Now, this is not the first time it's been recovered. Material's been recovered from an asteroid. It is NASA's first effort, though, and the largest amount snagged to date. Um, one thing that I will share with you, they haven't really opened the box yet. They're not really sure about when and how they're going to do that because, that you know, you don't know what's in that box. It could be some, some bad stuff. 
What, what, could, what could be bad? Could be some bad uh, stuff. Could be some virus. Could oh, be some new virus that can, we. You know, I can, can you remember the very first time that uh, who was it? John Glenn went into space. Yes, yes. he was uh, put into a box, sealed up, and for a couple weeks because they were afraid yeah. to, that some he might have got something to space, and Correct. he was he was uh, completely void of people for a couple weeks to desensitize or whatever. Crazy. Especially guys who came back from the moon, they put them into into uh, quarantine for a week or so. All they say is that what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's correct, and that's the voice of John Nafak. And I want to talk to John about flight instruction at uh, at Ascent Aviation. What's cooking out there? How's it going? You got a lot of students. Are you you accepting new students at this time? All the time. This is a busy time of year for us. Uh, we're in, in primarily general aviation, civil training, right? But uh, a lot of folks at the colonel reminded me that uh, we'll actually. Uh, the military looks favorably upon civil flight training as, a, as an inroad to military flight training. It shows an interest and motivation, and we provide that out there at ASENT. Oh, hold on a second. You know? let, me get, let me get my picture taken. Oh, Jack's uh, got his picture taken. Yeah. Well, John, I'll tell you what. You provide such a great service out there, and uh, all these students come through. They have aspirations to become pilots, and you lead them down the primrose path, and I'm sure that you do a one heck of a fine job of motiva- motivating them so they continue on because motivation is what's required when you go through any program. Motivation is absolutely the key to everything in life, and flying is no exception, and that's what we look for. Yep. Now, job. Is you, do you have a, uh, a brand-new student you can bring us next month, John, that we can talk to? I've got a few. I, I, I was behind on my schedule today. I would have brought one with me. That's but, okay. Uh, ne- next time I come out, I'll have a student with well, me. Well, I tell you what, ASEN Aviation has been really good to us here at the High Flying Show. You've got now two locations. Fernandina Beach, how's that going out there? Going great. We have a couple of instructors out there. They're, they're flying gangbusters, and uh, it's been very successful. And Herlong Field. And Herlong Field is, uh, is on the west side of town, and that's where your main operation is. It is. We have uh, seven active flight instructors there. I was out flying this morning. I had a flight with a young man in the landing pattern, teaching, trying to get him to learn how to land an airplane. We had a good discussion about that afterwards because he's a little bit rusty on that right now. So. Well, I would think it. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Yes. But, but the, the debrief is nearly as important as the flight itself to, to, to coalesce what occurred into it, something they could actually attack when they come out next to, to try and accomplish that same goal. So, you know, uh, I know the debrief yeah. very yeah. well. Joel yeah. Weiner used to debrief me. He, he would say, now here's what you did wrong. And here's what you did. I said, well, what did I do right? And then the, well, the room went blank. That, that's, that's very important to know what you did wrong to not repeat those wrong things. And we're going to stick around, John. We're going to have some pilot questions for you guys from the 1010XL High Flying Mailbag after the, the next break. It's 947. I'm uh, High Flying Jack O'Brien with Garfield Benson, John Nafak, Joel the Wiener, Joel Wiener, and Bill Stull. We'll return after this timeout. When you hear a great call on 1010XL, telephone communicate. Right, it's covered by the All Pro Roofing phone line. If you'd like any further information, just call me. Listen for great phone interviews all day on the All Pro Roofing phone line on 1010XL. At Honda, we appreciate all the comparisons to other vehicles. And no matter how many times they compare their vehicles to a Honda, only a Honda is a Honda. Remember, value, quality, safety, there is no substitute. Visit your local Honda dealer now and experience the difference. Owning your own plane can sometimes require parts and supplies. And that's where Aircraft General Supply can help. For over 20 years, Aircraft General Supply has been the go-to parts warehouse for anything your plane needs to stay in the air safely. Need study materials? 
materials for an upcoming test or check ride? Aircraft General Store has that covered too. Aircraft General Supply, batteries, tires, oil filters and brakes, pilot supplies, and test prep. Aircraft General Supply, St. John's Bluff Road, just south of Atlantic Boulevard. Hey, High Flying fans. Did you know that Angie Subs has been a staple in the Jacksonville community for almost 40 years? You know why? Because Angie's loves the people of Jacksonville and the people of Jacksonville love us back. Everybody loves a Peruvian, but the next time you come in, I want you to try something different. The Dr. Bang. Dr. Bang is an Italian sub with ham and capicola, provolone cheese, and mayonnaise baked in the oven. Then we top it with our world-famous chicken salad. We sell a stupid amount of chicken salad. Angie Subs, near the intersection of Beach Boulevard and Pinman. Lunch and dinner, where all the cars are. This is the High Flying Show on 1010XL. Oh, I'm flying with Jack O'Brien. Is there a birthday or anniversary in your immediate future? As the leading florist in Jacksonville, Kuhn Flowers offers top quality flower arrangements and gifts for any occasion. Call 398-8601. Mark Watson here to tell you a little bit about hardballcreative.com. It's your online promo haven with thousands of ideas on how to promote your company. We're open 24-7, 365. Hardball Creative. Hardball does it one of the best-kept secrets in the area is a place called Victor's Payless. Chris Griffith with 1010XL here. I heard about Victor's Payless on the High Flying Show, and what a place it is. I needed furniture and a lot of it after our move to our new home. Victor purchases goods through government auctions and seizures, unclaimed freight and overstocks that include furniture, mattresses, appliances, you name it, plus many grocery supplies, too. It's absolutely insane how much money I save. Take it from someone who's been there, Victor's Payless, over on San Juan Avenue, just off lane. Now, with two learn-to-fly locations, Ascent now operates in Fernandina. You can also find them at their original location at Herlong Field on the west side if you yearn to learn how to fly. Schedule your discovery flight today at AscentAviation.com. Check O'Brien and the Wiener. At USAPark.net, you simply take a ticket at the blue entry booth, park your car, and our shuttle picks you up. Helps take your luggage and drops you off at the curbside of your departing airline. USAPark.net. It's the easy way to fly out of JIA. February temperatures are much warmer today, and the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant celebrates Super Sunday with a Super Sunday brunch. This afternoon, head for the Penthouse Lounge for a bird's eye view of Jacksonville Beach with a cool cocktail. Notably, the premier wedding venue in Northern Florida, the Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant features oceanfront access to sun, sand, surf, and a super good time. Make it a Casa Marina Hotel and Restaurant Day, 6th Street North, Oceanfront, Jacksonville Beach, and happy Valentine's Day. 1010XL is presented by Farrah & Farrah, exclusive injury law firm of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Protecting you and your family. Call 396-5555, Jacksonville. Now, let's return to the High Flyin' Show with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. Brought to you by your First Coast Honda dealers. High Flyin' with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener. I love that. You know what you like that? High flying. You, you, you did good on that one, Jack. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. May have some new ones in soon. It speaks about high flying with Garfield Benson and Bill Stull. Oh. And Bob Camp. And Bob Camp. And John Nafag. Hello, everyone. And good morning to you. This is the High Flying Show. What's left of it? Ten minutes to go. And let's get right into our questions from our 1010 High Flying Mailbag. 
The High Flyin' Show presents the High Flyin' Mailbag. The High Flyin' Mailbag is brought to you by usapark.net, the aviator's best friend when it comes to parking at JIA. USA Park, it's the easy way to park when you're flying out. If you have a question for our pilot panel, shoot us an email at jacko at 1010xl.com. And now, here's High Flying Jacko with today's listener questions. And thank you, everyone, for uh, emailing us your questions, starting with Joel Weiner. Joel, what's, what's something most pilots never think about but could be dangerous or deadly? Ooh, we think about a lot of things. Yeah. Okay. But when, I mean, when you're up in the air, what's wow. uh, something you never think about that could end up being bad? Well, passenger getting sick. Yeah. It could be bad. Yeah. Um, passenger opening a door. You know, things like that that don't come to us. It's, right. all, it's all happened to me. I've 14,000 hours. I've had people open the windows. and You ever yeah. had uh, a wasp or a, a bumblebee? I have had bees. Yeah. They, they freak you out. That's that when, happened you, to that's me when you open the window. Yeah. Well, the window wasn't open. It happened to me. And I was by myself, and I was new. And it was, uh, I always remembered what Joel Weiner says. Fly the airplane. Fly the airplane. Yeah. All right. Uh, John Nafak. Uh, question writes in, listener writes in, I have no trouble canceling a flight when it's obviously high risk, especially an IFR flight. Ladies and gentlemen, that's an instrument flight rule flight. But what about flights where it's not so cut and dry? I feel like I just make an arbitrary decision. What do you think about that? Well, you have to go with your gut. You know, you have to realize that uh, you're there for a reason to, to gain something from that event. And, and if you don't feel like that the, the ingredients are there to, to make that happen, Probably canceling the flight's the best thing to do. You want you want to make uh, make uh, uh, good good results from what you're investing. The, and you know? the the two big things are weather and airplane maintenance. Yeah. If you go out and your airplane's dripping oil, that's easy. If you're looking at the weather and they're calling for 25 knot winds, like they're calling for tomorrow, we may not go. What's it today? What's general aviation weather today? Have you looked it up? It's perfect out there. Perfect you know? today. Yeah, there will yeah. be some wind wind gusts later this afternoon. Uh, hot like and yesterday. dusty. Yeah. Yeah. Hot, well, hot it's going to be dusty. 80 degrees today. I know that. Uh, Joel, for a standard single-engine piston airplane, which is mostly what you teach out of. Correct. All right. How far from the runway should you be on downwind? Well, I was taught always if the engine quit, you could glide to the runway. That's how they taught us back 30 years ago. Yeah. With the... The volume of traffic, you got to follow the guy in front of you. There's an average of four to five people landing at any one time at Craig Airport or Herlong, um, and you just you just follow the line. That's why there's air traffic control. And you know how easy it is to see airplanes from the ground? Well, it's, it's, it's not the, so easy. It's not when so you, easy when you're looking out the window and you're looking at the tail section of the guy in front of you. Yeah. Very different. It looks like a, you're looking for a bird, basically. And with the, the new glass cockpits, they all have – uh, ADSB, which is they display the traffic on the screen on your airplane. So Do you, all your airplanes have ADSB it, now? It, yes. Yes. I need to get in one of those airplanes. Then. It's got it all. It I comes up on the screen. Uh, John, many aviation writers lament how private pilots only see an instructor, and since you're an instructor, you'll appreciate this, only see an instructor every two years. Is that enough? Uh it's, I mean, if I'm a regular, if I'm flying, how know. active the the individual is. If they're out there flying all the time and staying current and, and active in aviation, uh, that's probably enough. But if they're not so, they need to see an instructor more often to make sure they work the rust off when they need to do that. 
That's John Nafak. He's the Director of Flight Operations, ASEN Aviation. Thank you guys for your answers to our listener questions. Joel, you wanted to bring something up before we adjourn I today. I want to talk about a little bit about the accident in Naples, Florida, two days ago, okay. where the, the uh, Challenger, a big business jet, had dual flame out. And Garfield and John, we, we, both, we all fly jets and turboprop airplanes. The training for these guys, the, uh, the pilot was Edward... Murphy out of uh, South Florida, and the co-pilot was Ian Hoffman. Hoffman was the one on the radio, and you heard his voice. He's very calm and collected uh, they, in how he responded from the time to the they situation. Were eight, they were thou- yeah. 800 to 1,000 feet when this yeah. happened. How, how, what was the reaction and how they do? Okay, the problem with that is that you've gotten very little time to make a decision what you're doing in that position. 800 feet, you lose both engines on a jet. You're going down, and uh, you've got to maintain your airspeed, and you can't stall before you go in. You need to put the airplane on the ground as quickly as possible. They did a super job. They, they did a great job. They, they did a great job they, getting it on the ground, and uh, the airplane blew, blew up. Uh, obviously, they had gas on board because it burned like a son of a right. gun. It, and it's very interesting to note, too, that they did get some people out of there. I think three people the, the, survived. Uh, the flight attendant and the two passengers survived um, because of their actions. Yeah. Because and, it could have uh, been a lot worse. Yeah, but the two guys up front, they cost their lives by doing the right thing, but they saved everybody. They saved the they saved. So they the, must have had some good training with some experience. Um, Ian was 25,000 hours, Piedmont, U.S. Air, um, 65 years old, and the pilot, Ed, was 50 years old with thousands of hours of experience. Okay, well, those guys had experience. No wonder they turned out well. But uh, still, uh, still, uh, you got to hand it to those guys for, for doing. They did a, good a great job, job and I got to I got to give it to them and uh, prayers for their families. Absolutely, sorry for the families, but uh, you know, after all the experience those guys have, and they'll have that one time in their life probably when they experienced the catastrophic failure in the aircraft at altitude, they performed like they should have been. Well, how they trained, as you know, in training they ingrain that into you engine failures and what sure. to do, and. It happens. Yep, it does, unfortunately. Well, thank you, Joel, for bringing that up. You've been listening to The High Flying Show, brought to you by your First Coast Honda dealers. Thanks to Garfield Benson. Thanks to John Nafak from ASEN Aviation. Thank you, John. Uh, Bill Stahl was here this morning with his witty commentaries. My co-host, Joel the Wiener. Wiener. And thanks to Lieutenant Colonel Michael Dargavel from the United States Army for joining us this morning. We'll be back in March with another edition of the High Flying Show. Stand by for this week in North Florida lacrosse and following that open gym with R.J. Saunders. I'm Jack O'Brien. This has been the High Flying Show. Adios, Jacko! Flying Show with Jack O'Brien and the Wiener on 1010XL is a presentation of Frontline Solutions and your First Coast Honda dealers. Special thanks to the expert pilots of the High Flying Show, Joel Wiener, Garfield Benson, Bill Stahl, Bob Cam, and John Nafak. The High Flying Show is produced by Spencer Happ and Dylan Hazard, a haphazard production. Be listening next month for the High Flying Show here on 1010XL. It's the blog players put their pads on for. So we want it, we got to bring it. My thoughts and observations on our home team. That's what I share with you every week on my blog. Roland Reese Plumbing brings you Hey.